I call it luck. In my experience, there's no such thing as luck. to episode 223 of the Cantobite Dispatch. I'm Emily Lind, and with me as always, it's my delightful co-host, Brittany Brown. Hi, Brittany. Hello. How are you? I am not good. How are you doing? I am tired, but good. So that's a good start to the podcast. There we go. Uh, yeah, uh, so we missed a week last week. Sorry about that, everybody. Uh, I had to take a week off to be sad. Uh, I'm still sad, but gotta start doing the podcast again at some point. So, hey, it's a podcast. Not that there is any Star Wars news to talk about. No, because when there are Star Wars news, we just don't talk about it. <laughs> we just complain about Star Wars. <sighs> Look. I, I don't know what to say. Um, Obi-Wan got delayed by a couple of days. It's going to be on Friday instead of Wednesday. And it's going to be two episodes. And I don't know, like, people are really excited to watch it during Celebration. I don't want to spend one of my nights at Celebration watching a fucking a TV show. Like, even if it was a TV show I was excited about, I'd rather just be talking with my friends. This is Game of Thrones all over again. I'm just going to be disappointed and angry because someone's hogging the remote for absolutely no reason. Like, I just don't want to... Because it's not just... And like, and It's even more annoying than Game of Thrones because then everybody's like, it's Star Wars and like, oh, everybody's going to have to talk about it afterwards. And I'm like, I don't... I don't want to, especially if I don't like it. Then that's just... I don't know. Like, I'd rather just be hanging out with my friends. I'm going to get enough Star Wars at Celebration without watching Star Wars. Yeah, I mean, I guess I was, like, a little excited because I'm thinking, oh, thank God, because the 25th did not work out for, like, my schedule, like, personally. So, like, I was selfishly happy. I'm like, great. I don't have to worry about missing Kenobi. But, um, yeah, I'm I'm excited-ish. I mean, excited's a very positive word to explain how I feel about this show, um, but... I think it's nice that they're giving us two episodes. I, I really want to know why they changed it. Like, I want to know the tea on that, even though it's probably nothing. Like, I am genuinely curious of why they're doing this. I wonder if the first episode sucks. Oh, that's a good one. You know, that would make all of, like, my worries. Like, I will feel so happy when I watch the show 
knowing that I think it might be shit and it actually being shit, I'd be like, I'm good. Like, I knew this but would happen. I would rather, I I'd rather like it though. Like, I'd always rather like something than dislike it. Especially because you know there's a certain segment of people who are going to like it no matter how shit it is. Eh, fuck it. I hate it. Burn on fire. Well, yeah, but I'm not going to do that, like, when we're sitting around with our friends. Like, if they're excited about something, I'm not going to fucking shit on it, like, when we're all together. I'll shit on it on my own podcast, because that's something they're listening to or choosing not to listen to, and that's fine. But I'm not going to, like, you know, everybody else is all excited because fucking he said hello there, and I have to sit there being like, this is stupid. Like, that's not fun for me. Yeah, no, I'm totally kidding. I mean, I, I feel like with everyone there, we're going to be getting excited about the show and excited about but i don't want to talk about star wars it's star Wars celebration beyond like you know an announcement for a new movie or a trailer for andor like i don't want to i don't want to see two hours of star wars yeah well hopefully some people have like watch parties so that could be where like some people go watch it and then people who don't want to watch it can just like go home and sleep because <laughs> yeah watch parties are like kind of like exhausting but like you know because you want to watch something in the comfort of your own home and yeah like I, there's stuff i want to watch in a crowd like i want to see a trailer in a crowd like that's fun like if i'm seeing like a big comic book movie that's fine but sitting around watching two hours of a show that i might not like eh. and again like i i don't want to do it because that's a big chunk of a time when i'm not talking with my friends and we're only together for a couple of days it's been several years like i just want to i want to do stuff together that's not staring at a tv screen yeah that's fair i don't know how that's gonna work out but i think if it should be fine. I think we'll figure out a fun way to do it, or maybe like people can like do it separately, and other people can just like just go to bed because it's gonna be late. And like, but it'd be really hard to wake up that next morning and go on, on the show floor panel, like because you'd probably hear spoilers like the second you fucking walk in. Do not give a shit about being spoiled for this show. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah. I I think it should be fine two episodes that's they must really not have anything for celebration like panels like <laughs> nothing and i'm totally prepared it for that doesn't seem like it i mean we have like a fake anniversary of attack of the clones right actually like kind of excited for that because okay but wasn't that like it wasn't wasn't that phantom menace panel the one that everybody thought was bullshit yeah now we get another bullshit panel you know it's it's, uh, the saga continues yeah well anthony daniels can hawk his book again every time i see like anthony daniels is going to celebration like yeah no shit (laughs) yeah i don't know like i want I want the Andor panel, and that's about it. I mean, maybe there'll be a movie panel, maybe there won't be, because that seems to be, the like, who the fuck knows what's happening there. But, I don't know, like... 
And that's fine. I don't need there to be any good panels. I mostly just want to hang out with my friends. Yeah, I'm I'm the same way. Like, I just want to hang out, have a good time, do fun things, talk about fun things. Just, it's been a, a long couple of years since we all see each other. So it's um, going to be fun and a lot emotionally, you know, and mentally. And, you know, you're at a convention and. Yeah, they are, you know, tiring as shit. But at least I know almost everybody this time. I know. It's so much nicer this time because going to Chicago, a place I've never been, meeting people I've never seen. Like, I'm just a nervous wreck. And now, like, with Anaheim, like, I've been to Anaheim before, like, a couple of times. Like, I know my I know my areas. I know um, all week, Rusty's been sending, like, dining, like, reservations from, like, Disney to, like, Carlos and I. He's like, we're eating here at this time, here at this time. So funny. He's like, so, he's like, tomorrow's going to be the day when we'll be able to get our reservations for Sunday. So, pick a restaurant and we'll go there. I'm thinking, like, there's, like, three restaurants, you know. But, okay. That sounds fine. But I hope that some people make their way down to um, downtown Disney. There's some good dining areas. You know, there's Trader Sam's at the Disneyland Hotel where you can get I, I do want to go get. I, I do want to go get some crazy tiki drink. Okay. Yeah, we'll make sure to do that. I know I wish Trader Sam's had um, a dining reservation or something, but they don't. But we should be fine, like, if we go on, like, a Thursday night or something. Like, that's because um, I've been trying to, like, plan- mentally, like, plan out my nights. And I think Thursday night would be a good night to, like, go do that because, like, there's no one. But, I mean, it's it's Memorial Day weekend, but it's Thursday night, so we should be fine. I think they're open until, like, 10 or 11 anyways, so okay. we should be good. And I want to get beignets at the Jazz Kitchen because I've been really craving beignets. And right now they have, like, cookies and cream beignets. Ooh. Even though I don't I don't think they're going to have them when we're there. But I keep seeing them. And I'm like, god damn, I really want beignets. But maybe there'll be another just... good special flavor. Yes, I know. Because my birthday is that, that Wednesday. And I told Carlos, I'm like, all I want to do is go to a nice steakhouse and get some beignets afterwards. <laughs> but... Yeah, that should be a jam-packed uh, weekend. I know there's a couple of other May birthdays, too, so everyone will be celebrating birthdays all that week. So it should yeah. be fun. I know it's I owe Christina crazy. Martini. I promised I would buy her her first uh, dirty martini. Oh, my gosh. I'm so excited. I'm very, I'm very excited to meet Christine. Me, too. Christine is just so fun and so great. Yes, I love our friends. I love I love our community mostly, Mo- mostly <laughs> like like uh, there's it's like a ninety six like percent. I'd say probably that's me being nice. <laughs> oh, I forgot. I didn't. I didn't mention this um, when we were talking with Chris Hall a couple of weeks ago because I was talking about. Uh, close personal friend Chuck Wendig but when he did ask me about celebration and I said I was going mostly to meet my friends which I did mention he goes oh yeah it seems like you have a really good group and I'm like oh Chuck oh, Wendig approves God. of my friends Chuck Wendig approves of me <laughs> oh God 
That's so nice. I got for a second. I was really thinking he was gonna say, "Oh yeah, and Brittany." <laughs> It'd be a dream. Emily's close friend I, Chuck Wendig knowing I exist. I would have mentioned that to you before. I don't know. I mean, it's it's easily forgotten. No, <laughs> you know. Uh, uh, I did. I was drifting off to sleep last night. I've not been sleeping well. What with uh, both brain chemistry being bad and also being sad about shit. A really lovely combination, by the way. That's what you want, is to be sad while you're also having a depressive episode. Super cool. But while I was drifting off to sleep last night, I had a sudden idea for something that needs to be in the erotic fan fiction. So then I made a note of it at a Google Doc and was up for like another hour because can't get to sleep ever. And as soon as I, I'm almost asleep, then my brain goes, oh, here's the thing. Well, future me will remember that and make sure that there's always a drink in your hand at so at the, at the at the show. Which do we know where the show is uh, or when? Or no, that... I don't think so. I don't when, think that's been announced when, yet. When? Oh, where? Would, this would be good things how? to know. I don't know. Ask Steel. I'm not in charge of this. I just will go where he says it is. <laughs> I know it was funny because I was talking to Araj about this and he was like confused with some plans. He's like, "Oh yeah, Emily planned." A- planned the location i was like no she's doing the fan fiction he's like oh that makes more sense i mean especially since one of us is in california and also it is his show and i just happen to do fan fiction for it yeah emily's playing it all emily's putting the the party planners together little little party table things together and putting all the signs up like you know when you get there just thank emily because she did it all (laughs) Man, I better, be maybe Rusty some, will... I better be getting some of the ticket sales then. I know. Maybe Rusty will be security again. We'll have to talk to him. I'm excited for that. I'm not excited for actually writing the fan fiction. I think it's going to be incredibly painful to do. Yeah, I mean, but you've done it a couple times. Yeah, so, I mean, it, it, it can't be any oh. more painful. Well, the problem is, okay, so the first two... Because one of the ways, especially the the Tarkin Krennic thing, one of my the, the first things I did was just I can't remember if I just like pulled scripts offline or what, but I just pulled all of the Tarkin dialogue and all of the Krennic dialogue and went, "What can I make dirty?" Because obviously, like if you're changing a line or using a line, then it's, not, it's a reference everybody gets and it gets a big laugh. Obi Wan is a lot more dialogue. <laughs> Like, Tarkin and Krennic are one-off characters, and they are characters with not all that many lines. So it's very easy to just go through it, pull it all, and chuck out the stuff I didn't need. Going through all of Obi-Wan shit? Like, maybe for, you know, I'll get us Obi-Wan, but once you get into prequels and then Clone Wars, it's a lot of shit. Well, that just gives you more opportunity to make it more dirty. But also, it's just, like, so much more stuff to, like, page through. Yeah, and, like, the the problem with that, too, is that there's, like, two separate Obi-Wans. You know, there's prequel Obi-Wan, and then there's original trilogy Obi-Wan. Yeah, I mean, it's definitely, with how it is, it's going to be younger Obi-Wan. But, and also because I can't, I can't, I can't ruin out Guinness. He is pure. Yeah, you can ruin anyone. Yeah. I mean, dude, that guy gets his dick out of every fucking opportunity on film. So. 
good for him. I figure if you get your dick out more than once in a movie, then I can write dirty fan fiction about you. That's my rule. Yeah, that that goes. That's fine. Maybe maybe he'll find out. Maybe we can tell him so that he can perform it at Steel Show. <laughs> I think he might get into a little bit of trouble with Disney for that. I mean, who cares at this point, right? You know, just D- Disney's just Dis- Disney's just doing their own thing right now because Disney's just just Disney, you know. Yeah, they fucking that- suck. They pains me to say that too. Like it just I have this look on my face like I just ate something sour. The thing I love is being stupid. You know, first Star Wars and now Disney. Like I don't know, like if Carlos does something stupid, I don't know what I'm gonna do. <laughs> Those are the three most important things in life. Star Wars <laughs> and Disney and Carlos. <laughs> yeah, that, that, that's it. The the holy trinity. Ah. <laughs> uh. Oh, so right now, at this time when we are recording, it is 8.47 p.m. on Tuesday, my time. I should be sitting in a Broadway theater seeing fucking Daniel Craig as Macbeth and Ruth Nega as Lady Macbeth. Instead, I am not because fucking Daniel Craig got goddamn COVID and the show got canceled. You know what the worst part is, is about that? That I don't get to see Daniel Craig? know that when you texted me that I was thinking Daniel Craig has COVID I read an article that he has COVID and I'm thinking oh like maybe he's still doing the show because everyone's like being weird COVID just not a thing anymore and then like an hour later like you sent me the oh it's cancelled I was like oh god I'm like please god I'm like that is the last thing that Emily needs right now is for her not to be able to see Daniel Craig I would much rather have you see Daniel Craig right now than me like my I, greasy ass fucking face right now. Dude, like I, I was so excited fuck. to see Daniel Craig do make because here's the thing. I like Daniel Craig as an actor. I can't imagine Daniel Craig doing Shakespeare. Like there's there's actors who I think of as Shakespearean actors, and Daniel Craig is not one of them. It's kind of why I wanted to see it. Also because Ruth Niga is amazing, and her as Lady Macbeth, I mean, fucking incredible. She's a little younger than I generally peg Lady Macbeth, but I think would have been insanely good. Like, probably way better than Daniel Craig was going to be. But I, it was one of those things, like, they sent the notification. It was like, oh, you can you can pick a later date or you can get your money back. But, I mean, obviously, Daniel Craig doing Macbeth on Broadway, there's not a lot of seats left. And there's no seats left at a price that I paid for it. So I was going to have to spend another, like, 60 or $70 to, on top of what I already spent to get a ticket and I just thought I don't have that money right now because I just bought a goddamn plane ticket to California that was expensive as shit and like I need to be saving some money for celebration I mean not that I plan to get a lot of like I'm not going to be buying much stuff on the con floor but we are going to be you know food and booze and whatever the fuck else so I looked at tickets for a while and also the just the whole process of finding tickets was so irritating because you have to like check a date at a time and it'll only pull up one seat at a time so then you go oh no not that seat can you look for more seats so it doesn't just show you you know all of your options for a certain price range all at once like it takes you through it one by one 
And if you turn one down, then you lose the option to go back to it. So I'm just like, fuck it. I looked at it for like 15 minutes and then I'm like, you know what? Just give me my fucking 60 bucks back and I won't see Daniel Craig and Macbeth. Sorry, there's screaming children outside my window for some reason. I guess that was their response to the fact that you won't be able to see Daniel Craig, which I sympathize for. Very annoyed. I found a copy of Cyrano online, and I was thinking about watching that tonight, but I'm like, I don't know if I want to watch a romantic movie. Because I'm fucking sad and depressed, and I don't want to watch a romantic movie. I do, however, want to see Ben Mendelsohn sing. So, I'm torn. Yeah, I think you should to see Ben Mendelsohn. I mean, I think I would sacrifice everything to see Ben Mendelsohn. So, I mean, I, he is I, like he is in like the classic French aristocrat like white white face paint and shit and the powdered wig. Beautiful. Not a good look. <laughs> is he bald under that wig? I mean, probably. I have no idea. <sighs> good for him. I also really want to see Peter Dinklage sing because I fucking love that dude. I don't know. I've never heard him sing before. I just know he's a fucking awesome actor. I know. I'm meaning to see that, but I'm waiting until it's on like streaming or something. Yeah, I am saving the seven C's on that one. Yeah, I know. Yo-ho, uh, yo-ho. Yo-ho. Oh, it makes me think of Pirates of the Caribbean. Oh, speaking Man. of, fucking Our Flag Means Death, the HBO... Uh, pirate comedy show that Taika mm-hmm. Waititi is on. Incredible. I watched the first. Really? Couple, I watched the first couple episodes, and I'm like, I don't get it. Like it's a little, like it feels like it's a like a just like a really long Saturday Night Live sketch. But then Taika Waititi comes on as Blackbeard, and it gets real interesting. And the show is super queer, and funny the ca- the supporting cast is great um the guy who played hodor on game of thrones is in it he's really funny uh, there's just a lot of other like uk uh character actors who i recognize from other shit but taiko watiti is blackbeard and reese darby um it's like the rich guy turned pirate ship captain who doesn't know what the fuck he's doing and they have this amazing, sweet friendship slash romance. And it's just, yeah. I was not expecting it to be a show that made me get emotional, but it is a show that made me get emotional. Oh, my God. That's exciting. Who knew that pirates could get Emily teary-eyed? I, well, especially like a joke pirate show. I'm like, oh, it'll just be silly pirate shit. And that was like for the first couple of what, And it, it continues to be, you know, a comedy, but... Yeah, no. It took me a while to get into the tone of it, but when I did, I really liked it. Oh, that's good. I know, I need to start getting to more shows now, but my my schedule's busy. It's hunting season at work, so... Not actually hunting season. I'm just saying hunting season, because I was thinking, how do I explain on the podcast? And I'm very busy with my work life right now, and I'm thinking, hunting season. Okay, that's. I'm not sure why that's your go-to, but okay. I don't know. It's just it's hunting season, so like it's bananas. There's like, there's there's deer everywhere. Just you you turn your head and there's deer, and it's just crazy amount of deer. So, (laughs) I, I'm so busy. Like 
trying to find shows and stuff to do and just thinking about like I took a day off the other day and did nothing and I was like I was thinking like oh I want to go somewhere I do something and I'm like I need a day off because I'm tired I never do that shit so yeah I'm tired but I'm happy that celebration's getting closer you know these next couple weeks are going to get closer you can start mapping out like what we're going to do yeah. Oh, I still out. I still need to technically take time off of work. I have not told my boss that yet. Oh well. That's good. I think that was like one of the first things I told like my work. I was like, by the way, in May I'm gonna go to a Star Wars convention. So everyone from the beginning is like, Oh, you like Star Wars. Oh. I mean, really I'm only taking four days off because I'm taking Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Monday the office will be closed. And I'm taking two because, like, it was cheaper. It was actually cheaper to get a hotel room and fly out on Tuesday than it was to fly out on Monday. Because uh, Mark and I are going to split a hotel room. So. Oh, okay. I was going to say, I'm like, Emily, Emily, I live in California. Emily, Emily, <laughs> you, I could have given you a free place to sleep. Uh, Emily. Uh, also, I'm I'm leaving at 630 in the morning on Tuesday so probably better for me to be four miles from the airport it's probably true oh yeah probably true well I don't know keep me posted on everything and obviously you will but yeah I mean if anyone has you know any fun Anaheim spots let us know but I'm trying to think of like where like the big like big place is going to be where everyone's gonna migrate to because downtown disney's like gonna get probably busy and they have like security checks so that takes a long time sometimes and yeah we'll just have to see you know like so it also depends like you know what the houses end up being like because you never really know when you book an airbnb yeah i know we got lucky because we're by people that we know yeah. So like that's that's wonderful because there's people that we know <laughs> people, that yeah. we're surrounded by. Yeah. And I'm thinking I'm thinking like, yeah, maybe I'll go on a run in the morning before celebration, you know, to, to just to get, you know, all the nerves out before or something. But also I'm looking forward to having some sort of schedule for celebration be released and also knowing how the fuck they're doing the panels and shit. I mean, last time we didn't know until we were at Celebration. That was fun, but. Oh, my God. I remember that being so stressful. Yeah. No, not good. I, I need not. I need them to not repeat that bullshit. Work your shit out. Do, they'll do something weird. I have total faith they will. All I want is the Andor panel. I don't give a shit about anything else. That's funny because, like, I. I don't give two shits about celebration. I was thinking the other day, I'm like, if my tickets just didn't come, like, I don't think I'd care. Because I'm like, I'm going to see any everyone anyways. Like, it's not like I'm just not going to see anyone, like, during this whole trip. Here's the thing. I am still holding out hope for a Ben Mendelsohn announcement. And if there is an Andor panel and Ben Mendelsohn is announced and I'm not at the Andor panel, I am going to be fucking devastated. I'm going to be mad for you. Like, first you miss fucking Daniel Craig and now this. Like, I'll fight for you. I'll I'll go to Lucasfilm. (laughs) 
Lucas films. No. Yeah, but I mean, it's why not have him in your show? Yeah, if like, you what's... have the option to have Ben Mendelsohn in your show, I think you would want to have Ben Mendelsohn in your show. Like, what's Ben doing right now? Like, Ben, Ben, like, come hang out, you know? Like, <laughs> come you're hang not, out. You, you're not doing anything right now, are you? You know, you get paid to hang out. You know, what's what's better than this, you know? He should be there. He should be there in the show. But also, like, we would have seen him, like, on set, too. So, who knows? <laughs> Maybe they'll put his ass in Kenobi. <laughs> <laughs> and I'll copy and paste him somewhere. I don't know. But he's doing that uh, Marvel show, which, like, I haven't heard anything about. Oh, have you watched Moon Knight? Uh, yeah, I liked it. A lot more than I thought I would. Oh, that's good. I mean, it's that, which means you did not like it. No. <laughs> no. I wish, I wish we were a video podcast just for the, the look on your face when I said I really liked it. <laughs> oh, again, I was eating something sour. Oh. <laughs> look, I don't know if it's going to keep my interest. I liked just kind of that it was fucking weird and it was just, uh, it's just Oscar Isaac being a fucking weirdo and doing a terrible accent. I'm like, okay. I, Ethan Hawke's being a religious weirdo walking around barefoot and murdering people. I'm like, okay. I can get behind that. I just thought, like, I, I get really anxious when I'm watching a character not realizing that they've done something or uh, like, okay. forget something. That's like, like the that's, entirety of this show. <laughs> that's the entirety of the show. So that's why I fucking hate this show because I'm sitting there anxious because like you missed the date with the girl and it's not, it's Sunday. It's not Friday, you fuck. <laughs> but then like I find out that apparently he has like schizophrenia or something and it's like, I feel bad for him. And I'm like, I shouldn't, like I'm anxious watching a show because it's like I don't want him to have schizophrenia. Like I, I want him to go to work and be a good boy and go on a date, you know, not forget things and go to the pet store and ask why his fish has two fins. When he realized his fish has been replaced, that was a great little moment from him. Ah, oh, yeah. So I don't know. We'll see how this goes, but I, I really hope that it gets better because, like, I just even just thinking about it, like, my heart's racing. Like, I just, I feel for the guy. You know, he's just so confused, and he has to like he has to like you know like tie himself up to bed every night, and that still doesn't do anything. And then he like oversleeps. Like, that's like my nightmare. Like oversleeping, and then like he goes back to work, and like nothing's happened. I'm thinking you've been gone for two days. I mean, maybe you're you know coincidentally off on you know fridays and saturdays you slept for like two whole days and you're still like just there's just so much going on that i just i'm thinking about and this is why this is a terrible show for me <laughs> i did get a very good laugh over when he's talking about going on a date with a girl he's like oh i can't i can't bring a bring a girl home when i have restraints on the bed and it was like my man <laughs> let me tell you a few things At the end of the day, I like Oscar Isaac so much, I will put up with a lot of shit that I don't particularly care about because he is both talented and ridiculously pretty. Yeah, he's good. I, I just feel for his character so much that it's hard for me to want to continue on because, like, there's already just, like, 
so much going on then like he forgets things and things just start appearing and it, it's just too much emily like I, yeah. I just i i i it's a lot it is i i get the stress but i do think they've done a good job of portraying it that scene when he is like the the car chase one when he's flashing in and out i think that could have been done really badly but I think they did a good job of making you feel just as disconcerted as he does. And uh, it'll be interesting to see once he knows what's going on, how the show works. Yeah, I, I hope it works. And I hope he figures out whatever is missing in between those lines. Because, uh, man, if the show's like that, I'm going to be tired watching it. <laughs> We have an email. Should we read an email? Yes, or else we'll forget. Yeah. So we have an email from our buddy Turbo because he made a donation, which means we'll be doing another diary entry. And I think we still have one more to do after that anyway. But so Turbo writes, hey, Emily and Brittany, thank you both for supporting and bringing awareness to the Amidala Initiative and Equality Texas. I'm looking forward to the next installment of the Young Brittany Chronicles. I will donate more if we can hear Brittany's drunken voicemails to Emily during the Brown family shindig. I'm with Chris Hall. I've never been to a party with valet parking. If it was me, I would have spent money on a proper barman rather than a valet and just made those lazy guests park themselves and walk. Priorities. <laughs> Hope to see you both at Anaheim, although I think I'll give Knott's Berry Farm a miss. I'm currently at 70% chance of going to celebration. Work has been in a pain in the box lately. Here's some photos of Chewy for no other reason than to make you smile. Sorry if the photos are blurry. The little brown Muppet is hard to focus on. Love from your buddy, Turbo. Um, so those who don't follow Turbo on um, Twitter, Instagram, Chewy is his new dog who is... Golden Doodle. The cutest little fucking ball of curly hair I've ever seen. I love he this is dog. The m- yes. He is on Instagram. The dog is. I, I smile every time I see a picture of the dog. I'm a big fan of this dog. I usually think that social media accounts where animals are like too much, but um, no, this is great. This is, I would do this because you don't see brown golden doodles much, especially ones that are named Chewy, like Chewbacca. And he does look look like Chewbacca, so it's like it's completely necessary to have an account dedicated to Chewbacca. I mean, we're talking about the same person. Like our family dog, like my sister made like a Facebook for him, and he had friends, and he would like put like status updates every now and then. So I'm like, I can't talk shit, but I'm not talking shit about Chewy because I fucking love Chewy. Oh, and the Knott's Berry Farm thing. We're not going Knott's Berry Farm. We're just going to the restaurant. It's outside of the park, so like that that. I don't want people to get confused. Like we're not adding another theme park to all this shit because that's just too much fucking work. It's just, just a dining experience, you know, just a nice little dining experience with, you know, chicken or if you're a vegetarian, you know, there's, there's options for you too. So please come because I'm really trying to make this work. I hope Turbo can make it to celebration because he is the coolest dude that I know. And I want him to be at Celebration. And also, it will suck if he can't come to Celebration because he's stuck at work. Like, that's super fucking shitty. Oh my god, I know. 
I can't wait to see him too. I know when he, I saw that he said it was a 70% chance. I'm like, oh, so he's going. He's going. <laughs> 70%. 70% is good. 70% is still passing. That is passing because I've probably passed with a 70% before. So yeah. Also, and Turbo, thank you for making a donation to Aquatic Texas through the Amadala Initiative. Uh, for those who are listening to the show for the first time, uh, that is an organization that is raising money to fight against the anti-trans legislation in Texas. Um, so if you go to at Amadala Helps on Twitter, you can find the links to the GoFundMe. All the money goes directly to Equality Texas. But Brittany, do you have a diary entry to read? I do. This is a good one. Let's hear it. All right. The... The quote for this one is, that will be unforgettable. And the title is The Last Time Part One. Oh, boy. Are we going to get yes. it to be continued? I mean, we can, but I mean, yes and no, because The Last Time Part Two, I believe, is at least a year later. Okay. So, All right. yeah. So we'll, like, we'll just go for this for now. There's there's a bunch here, but yeah, but potentially. Okay. What May date are we talking? Okay, sorry. Yeah, <laughs> no, no, you to ask so you excited. The thing you were going to say first. Yes. So this was May twenty first, twenty twenty one. So when everyone's getting ready for celebration, just remember in two thousand eleven, I was going through some shit. All right. Okay. <laughs> As I was about to write this, I told myself this is going to be so hard to write. Something so shocking happened so fastly, and I, not and not even I can believe it. After the post on Tuesday, I was dying inside at school. I even felt like crying in one of my classes. I knew I had a I had to have a fun night because I had youth group. It was the cancer dinner night, and there was only a few of us. Chuck was there at like six, and we started talking a little. Then the flirting increased and increased, and then we were holding hands. I don't know why, but it seemed like we were falling for each other all over again. I could really feel it this time. Everyone looked at us like they knew what was going on, and for once in a while, I was happy. I was happy because I thought that maybe he really wanted me this time. After I left, little did I know, Chuck was talking to Blair, and then he joked around, as I thought, and asked her on a date to the movies. Everyone was going. Then he texted me and told me if I could go to the movies. I wasn't aware of anything that happened, and I thought this was my date. The next day, Chuck told me about this, and I was slightly jealous because she told me she liked him. Good friend, huh? I was pissed, and then he started to text me during fourth block. He told me how much I was on his mind, and he started to make me believe that maybe he wanted to try this again. I was so happy, beyond happy. Yesterday came, and my goal of the day was to go to the movies. I thought something life-changing would happen. I was right. I got there and realized this wasn't my date. It was hers. I was embarrassed. I didn't know why I was there anymore. I was sad the whole night. I got home, cried a bit, and then I was about to go to sleep. He then texted me. He told me that we could go on dates whenever he wanted and tried to make it seem like I was the needy bitch. I went off on him and said things I couldn't believe I said. I told him how he was never a friend to me and he didn't even care. He just tried to fire it back at me. I knew this was the end. I know this is the end. 
I just don't know how to truly say goodbye because I know that that will be unforgettable. I am going to miss this kid, seriously. So much drama. This was so intense. Like, I remember, like, I got home and, like, I was, like, constipated and, like, that wasn't fun. And, like, I just was, like, this was a horrible experience for me. Like, I thought it was my date. Like, I, you know, we were holding hands at youth group. And, like, I, I was, I really thought, I'm like, this is it. I'm like, we're falling for each other again. And then he asks Blair out on a date. And then Blair's like, oh, I like him too. And I'm like, you like, you like Chuck? When, when did this happen, Blair? But, I mean, no blame to Blair now. There is no bad bud with Blair. But also, every time I say Blair, it's a different Blair every time. Like, okay. all the names are changed. So this is a different Blair than last time. But it's the but, same Chuck. So, it's all... It's, Emily, spoiler alert, it's, it's the same fucking Chuck. Nothing like going on what you think is a date only to turn out that it's not. And I remember this day like so specifically too. Like I remember I had like map out, okay, like how am I going to go to the movies? Like my friend Laura, she was going to go to the movies because she was dating Chuck's friend. Um, let, let's call him Nate. She was dating okay. Nate and Nate and Chuck are like bros. So I was thinking, okay, yeah, because she's going to take me to the movies. Like I remember I had tennis practice that day. And I was like, okay, I'm going to go change. And then I put on like my lifeguard. Like I had this like lifeguard uh, hoodie that I got from like Oregon. And I think I was wearing shorts or jeans or something. And I get there. And then like I see her there. And then I'm like, oh, God. I remember like I saw some like romantic comedy with like my friends or something. And I went to the bathroom. And I was like, I thought this was my date. And they're like, oh, my God, we're so sorry. And then, like, I, we end up, like, laughing about her. So I do something stupid and we all laugh. But, yeah, I was bummed. It, was, it sucked. But, yeah. Chuck was an asshole about it. Especially, like, the... I totally forgot that he said that. I could go on dates with whoever I want. Like, who the fuck do you think you are, Chuck? Holding hands at youth group. My goodness. I've done worse things at youth group. I'm not going to lie. <laughs> I'm not going to lie, Emily. There have been worse things to happen at youth group than us holding hands. But yeah. And then I I had it in, in all bold, too, that it seemed like we were falling for each other all over again. It just, you know, and like the lights were dimmed and like there were candles. We were just like walking with our, like just holding hands. And I was like, this is it. Like, this is fucking it. Like, tapping it again. And then just like being like so defeated. Oh, man. Oh, and I remember. That's okay. We young Brittany got over it, but it was funny because like a couple weeks later, was uh, we would have like the like just like the different like church, church things or church like um, uh, fundraisers or something. And I would always perform. I would always like sing or something. You know, Rusty would be on guitar. My other friend would play piano or something. Like, and um, the song that I chose to sing was that somebody that I used to know. And, like, everyone was like, damn, Brittany, like, you really chose the song of how you felt. <laughs> I was just like, sorry. <sighs> yeah. Fucking fantastic. I think that I thought when I was younger, because I listened to a lot of Taylor Swift. I do now. Like, I felt like I was Taylor Swift. And, like, I was going through all these emotions and then, like, writing them down and everything. Like, she was truly inspiration to me as a child. And. 
as a young woman she still is um but or young woman i'm 26 years i'm a 26 year old lady yeah she's still an inspiration to me but yeah um yeah this was this was a very big event but bigger events happen much bigger events so or events happened previously too so yeah the, the diary continues for a long time there are many more entries many more yeah good to know so we have plenty of more content ahead also please donate to through the um, Amadala initiative at adam.helps we'll have you at the GoFundMe link donate it goes to good cause and we'll read more diary entries. I mean, we'll probably read more diary entries anyway, but. Yeah, this is this is definitely going to be like a continued thing because like now you guys all know, you know, what was going on with Brittany. You need to know how it fucking ends because everything's kind of like, you know, one thing's from 2009 another thing's from 2011. But then like it, it's it's like the Clone Wars, how like the Clone Wars was like an anthology series mm -hmm. like this. This is my anthology series. Okay. Anything else tonight, Brittany? No, I, I I think that's it for this week. All right, where can people find you on the good old internet? You can find me on Instagram and Twitter as Canto Brit. What about you? I am on Twitter and Instagram at EFLind. The show is at CantoBitePod. You can email us, CantoBitePod at gmail.com. Otherwise, you know, rate and review us on Apple Podcasts or wherever you listen to the show. Uh, other than that, thank you all for listening. And we will talk to you next time. Bye. Bye. Uh, Canto Bitch number one doing it fulcrum style. Check it out. Listen up, y'all, cause this is it. Fuck all the rest, be a Kanto bitch. Brittany the Jinj and Emily Lynn. Bet on these two to show place and win. These are the girls you've been looking for. Unique takes on Star Wars and more. Listen every week for laughs and fun. Take it from me, Kanto bitch number one.